Well, good day, everybody. Welcome once again to the Legends of League podcast. Anthony Maroon is my name. Coming to you live from the Four Pines Brew Pub in Manly, where we record the Legends of League podcast. And, of course, the Legends of League tournament is what everybody knows about. thing we've done over the last few years in Newcastle and on the Central Coast, getting all the old legends together. Well, we can't do it this year because of COVID, but rest assured, it will be back. In the meantime, the Legends of League podcast. And today, the great Brian Fletcher and his old mate, Luke Ricketson. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Legends of League podcast. Maroon is my name. We are coming to you live from the Four Pines Brew Pub in Manly, Rugby League Territory. So get down here and try Four Pines if you're in the area. Look, some special guests today, two Roosters legends. Uh, one of them right by my side. He's a multimedia personality, often referred to at Fox League as Brian with a Y. Brian Fletcher, good day to you, mate. Maroonski, you... Uh, g'day, good morning. Yeah. What a cracking place. I usually uh, dislike Manly. Uh, Why? Uh, just because it's on the northern beaches. Right, right. <laughs> um, but it's beautiful out here today, so thank you for having me. Uh, anytime. But I noticed that you can't get – before we go to our next guest, you can't keep your head out of the paper. What's the... Well, look, because um, of COVID, I've yeah. lost a few gigs. Right. As well as you know, because yeah. you love your cashies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just going through <laughs> here. Look, I'm a qualified plumber, right. as you, as you mm. know. So I was looking under uh, P for plumber and I, f- I found panel beater. Uh-huh. So I thought I could probably do that. Or, and then B for a boiler maker. But something struck at me here. Chief Executive Officer for the Brisbane Broncos. And that's in the Sydney paper. It's in, yeah, so it's stuck in between personals, yep. uh, Hello Coco, and <laughs> and a panel beater. It's weird. It's CEO of the Brisbane Broncos hey, and a baller mate. Do you think you're qualified? What 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 are the qual- what do you need to know? I mean, you know you know everyone. That's sort of Well basically I can't go any worse. You know how to make money. No, I don't. Well, it seems to find you. Well, this is basically this is the job description. Ricky you're in the corporate world. Luke? Ah, oh, Brian. Welcome Hi. in, Luke Rickardson. Sorry, was I supposed to That's refer okay. to voice? No Sorry, Luke. That, that's all right. <laughs> Luke, you, you're involved in the uh, corporate yes. world now. Um, yeah. This is what you'll need. This is the job description. Oh, I'm mm. out already. A, res- a respected and trusted leader. <laughs> See you later. I'm Go gone. On. Yeah, I'm gone. Now, a knowledge of sporting admin would be beneficial, but more important is the capability and passion to innovate and lead this organisation to premierships on the field. Mm. So basically what? you've got a coach as well. Yeah. Well, that couldn't go any worse. <laughs> what, but what do you think that job would pay, Fletch? CEO of the Broncos. Yeah, 300, 400. I'm, I'm going to say high fours. Wow. Well, you're CEO. Yeah. Five, maybe. I'm getting a- Half a million? Don't yeah. you reckon? I wouldn't oh, take it for half a million. Yeah. No. Oh, well, because you wouldn't take a pay cut, would you, old mate? That'd be a heavy reduction. You could probably no. fit it into your heavy schedule. No, I wouldn't. But mm. uh, there's a bit of mail. Benny Eichen might be getting the job. Yeah. That's good mail, isn't it? Which that means that there's a job uh, vacancy for NRL 360 yeah. hosting. Mm. Ah. <laughs> with with Paul Kent though, mate. Yeah, you said Kent, right? Yeah, yeah. I did say Kent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, listen, while we've got you, let's welcome in the other guest who's a mate of yours, a 300-gamer from the Roosters and a good fellow we don't see so much of anymore, Luke Ricketson. Welcome to the Legends of League podcast. Yes, thank you, boys. Thank you for having me. It's um, very game of you to get fletched into a uh, brewery at 9 yeah. 9am on a, uh, what are we, Wednesday morning? Wednesday. I'm actually Ooh, having yeah. a beer here, Ricky, our Four oh Pines Brewery. It's a Kolsch-style ale, and to tell you that, it's actually quite nice. He said it. 9am, Brian. Yeah. This only ends one way for you. No, 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 no. 
Oh, the, the ferry, the ferry can take me straight home. <laughs> I can take you home, brother. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. But speaking of Manly, R- Ricky, you're over this way. Yeah, I'm uh, in the lower north. I've yeah. uh, made the leap. So, um, yeah, Bondi boy. Yeah. And then starts bagging Bondi. I know, I know. Yeah, well. But born in Foster, Rico. I was born in Foster. Yeah, yeah dad was playing uh, footy. He was tomorrow for a period of time there and ended up playing um, in Foster where I was born. And But um, born and bred in, well, not born, but bred in Bondi, Bondi. my grandfather and um, and dad all sort of from the area. So then, yeah, Fletch, I've, um, I've made the move, mate, to the lower north. I met my beautiful wife and she introduced me to a place called Balmoral Beach. I didn't know it existed. And um, it's not much, it's not a surfing beach, obviously, but um, I'm down here, mate, in a little leafy suburb of Balmoral. Do you, so do you miss quiet. Bondi? Do you miss yeah. Bondi at all? I'm getting a bit older, Brian. So it's sort of. Um, <laughs> The, the quite a lifestyle of uh, yeah, it, it's actually scary. I'm 47, Fletchy. It's um, 50 staring me in the face. So um, there's a lot of good reason to be sitting over here in the quite leafy suburb of mm. um, or sleepy town of Balmoral. Yeah. Well, okay. Okay. But if you could, <laughs> if you could, just for one day, go back to Bondi oh, and, and relive oh, of some of your some of your youth. Fletch, you know what? You would be um, you'd be in the mix. I'd definitely pick you. Um, <laughs> we would get a good little rat pack. Um, I don't know what we'd do. We'd probably start at the icebergs for a swim in the morning and yep. have a little skewy after that, um, and just let the uh, the breeze take us. Yeah, yeah, go with the breeze. Um, like to be like just whatever, <laughs> whatever hey, it takes us. Let let me let Rico let me bring in those um, those glory days at the Roosters, which is such a successful rugby league club, and you guys are part of the fabric there. But Rico Fletch, uh, the grand final at you blokes won in two thousand and two. For all the success the club had, that was the first premiership since nineteen seventy five. So you must have partied. Uh, yeah, we did. Um, Look, I think uh, that that whole um, time being at the club, I think the hardest thing for us was every time we went to a function or uh, presentation, we'd have to sit there and watch the 1975 grand final over and over and over and over again, um, as good as it was. But when you're at a club that's had a drought for so many years, it kind of gets a bit boring watching um, old footage of Big Artie Beetson uh, setting up tries. So, um, so I think it was a lot of... Uh, good reasons why it was so enjoyed and so celebrated uh, for the club and a lot of our fans hadn't seen that success for, for many years and look it was it was more I, look I think for me I think Fletch I don't know about for you but it was a bit of shock I think for the first few hours we got on a bus and came back from the stadium and um, we're all just sitting there going we've actually we've actually won it it all goes pretty quickly on the night and then um um and then yeah had plenty of fun um ended up at the Mill Hill the next day um drinking and carrying on actually my place after uh <laughs> we left the cross at some stage and that was a bit of fun we had uh about sort of 50 60 people back there and then uh we kicked on but look great great fun um just so glad you get the opportunity to do it i know fletch you uh, have a bit of fun but you made Heine and a few people on the show that never got that opportunity to win one but uh you'd uh, you trade it all in uh just to win a grand final i think all the you see a lot of players now having to move and shift around different clubs to for money and um but if i was a few of those blokes i just go to a successful club and try yes. and try and win one mm. the because 2000 we made the grand final and that, that, back then they, there was the concept or not the concept but the i don't even know what the word i'm looking for people would say you'd have to lose one to win one mm. and i remember in 2000 that week we had um we had a 
fan day in the Bondi Junction Mall, uh, and there's probably 2,000 people who, who came out. And so the week went so fast. We didn't really, you know, looking back on it, didn't really expect to win. And in 2002, it was a totally different. We were expected yeah. to win. Like it, we were just, I, re, I, I don't know about you, Rico, but in 2000, we were just happy to be there. I thought. Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Especially you and me, Fletch. I mean, we're sort of uh, local juniors and you sort of grow up with all your, your mates around the area. And um, for the Roosters to have obviously gone through that hor- horrendous 90s period, it was sort of was crazy to, to think that you'd be in a grand final in 2000. Um, when, once again, all we'd, we'd be doing is sitting in um, the Lees Club watching the 1975 Grand Final over and over. So I'm picking up you didn't like 1975 Grand Final. <laughs> 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 yeah, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, I look at the poor, the poor Parramatta blokes at the moment. I mean, they must be sitting there looking at that. Yeah. Hippies, you know, and, it, and and all those old blokes walking to the club and they're, and they're legends and heroes. And, and it's a great period for Parramatta, but don't you think they deserve just to have their time in the sun? Own, yeah. Um, yeah. So for for us um, to be there, one hundred percent, Fletcher, it was just good to to run out, and it was a, it was a weird it was a weird time also because it was that an unlimited interchange, and the Broncos from one to seventeen were just international, if not Origin players, and um, it was a little bit in awe of what they were doing. And um, if you think about it and go back to that game, we were in it weirdly enough for a long period of that game. We should not not have been and. If maybe a few things went our way, you never know. We could have um, played the big upset on that day. Well, they had um, – you mentioned the unlimited interchange. I remember Shane Webke because maybe he, w- he wasn't going to play with a broken arm. He came off. He had one mm. run off the kickoff mm. and they replaced him. Yeah. So they had 67 <laughs> inter- interchanges that day. We had 20. Yeah. Wow. So they just kept rolling yeah. massive human after yeah. massive human on. That that if I can go to the two thousand and two grand final yep. where you won the game and you, and you feel like you say you kind of feel like you expected to one win that one but half time you were down and a lot of people would consider that game changed Rico on the back of that uh, forty twenty from Freddie Fitler do you remember that particular point I'm talking about uh, yeah well I actually remember half time um, and it was a bit shell a bit shell shocked and uh, Johnny Cartwright was our assistant coach at the time and I remember we were pulling the forwards off to the side and we had a bit of a chat and I reckon we looked around at each other's eyes a little bit, you know, oh, is it going to come today? Are we, you know, like it was a bit nerve wracking. Uh, Stacey Jones scored that brilliant try and um, it was just, it was sort of in the balance. We weren't playing as well as we could have been playing and I think that year we were that team that were running out in the first 15 minutes and scoring two or three tries and dominating and then the kind of came, the games would fall in our lap back end because we wear them down. We played that physical upbeat sort of sort of game but that just wasn't working in that first half and you know looking around at each other going you know it's hopefully something will change and um, 100% looking to Freddie I mean Freddie was that type of player wasn't he Fletch I mean if if you needed someone to change the game he would do something pretty spectacular and um, and he did and obviously we had a, another incident with Adrian Morley um, come out of the line and sort of sparked us up a little bit I think it was just the spark we needed we needed to get back to that up tempo style of footy and um, a few incidents like that happened and the last try score, I was last try score. Yeah, twenty-eight yeah. to one. Any stories behind that? No, nah, not really. Done. I would have liked to have backed myself, <laughs> but of course, because you're playing, you're not allowed to back yeah. yourself. Mm. And there's no stories behind that. No, that you, not, none that can yeah. be aired because it's limited a, di- a limited listenership on a podcast, Fletchy. So if you want to look, I had some friends or I right. who put it some money on. <laughs> okay, it just be last try scorer. Yeah, and then some like, good friends. So you score that try, and say what, what happens? You're you're all. Go- because you, you'd go back on side and you'd think, well, I've scored the last try. 
Wow, if we well, score I, again, I haven't scored the last try. Well, correct. That would yeah. be the second last try, mm. third last try. No, uh, I don't think my teammates were aware of it. Yeah, right. I mean, I might have kicked the ball out in the full a couple of times. <laughs> I might have dropped it. But <laughs> no, <laughs> definitely not. No, that was um, that was good times. But mm. that, that that year, um, like we talk about talk about Stacey Jones that try. He did step around me, but he's not even in the conversation. <laughs> I think he's he was just. I mean, jo- Andrew Johns is the best halfback I've ever seen. Um, Jonathan Thurston, obviously, but I, I think in the conversation, Stacey Jones mm. as well. I, I don't know about you, Rico, but every time I used to play yeah. Stacey, goodness me, he, yeah. he was he was a handful. He doesn't really get the recognition yeah. I think um, that he should because I think he's in the he's in the top three NRL halfbacks. Well, a lot of past NRL half a lot, a lot of past NRL players, Rico would agree with that. The people that really know would agree with what Fletch just said. I think in relation to Stacey. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's actually quite heartbreaking to see what's happening with that franchise at the moment. But, you know, I know watching some shows last night talking about what do the Warriors do? I mean, you know, do they go back to a conservative style of football or do they just play what they see? And in that era, um, Lauatiti and they had all these amazing footballers that just played sort of unpredictable footy, but Stacey Jones would just sort of steady the ship and guide them around. But he had a little chip kick in him, he had a little grubber, um, he had a dummy and pass. He was, you know, quite solid in defence. Like he just actually led that team for that for that period of time. And um, and I think that's another part of that halftime speech was just a nerve wracking part of what they can actually do to you. And led by Stacey Jones. And when he's on, mm. it's very hard to stop them winning. So um, we were just lucky that we curbed it at that stage of the game because. We could be sitting here, Fletchy, and uh, looking around and losing <laughs> quite a few grand finals. And mm. well, that's my next question hard. to you. That obviously, yeah. 03, 04, you're in the grand final. Is there one that hurts more than the other, or they both hurt as bad? I reckon 03 for me. I reckon coming off the back of knowing what excitement um, about winning a grand final, and I thought we played better football. Fletch, apologies for you not, you know. Yeah, I was there. I was at the bunnies, mate. I was holding up a four to the bunnies. Yeah. Sorry, oh, Give no, the ball no. to Fletchy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was a good move. And then um, you look look, I think uh, it's funny, right? You look back on it and I think we played such an up tempo. And it's funny, I'm looking at the roosters at the moment and being up for that amount of years what happens to you at the wrong time of the season. And we literally were out on our feet for that game. It was a bit wet that night. And, um, you know, talking to the Penrith players, you know, it's sort of gut-wrenching. They went into that grand final knowing they were going to win. I look look back and I think we were such a good team. And for them to actually understand in a huddle that they had our measure, which um, in which they did, they just played us out, played us. We didn't play poorly, they just outplayed us. And we were tired on the night and... Um, so I just wish we prepared a little bit differently or came with a different mindset because, um, you know, I think we were a really good team that year and to go and to go back to back would have been brilliant. Um, and then we find ourselves in a grand final of the year following and, um, and up at half time against the doggies and fell over in the back end again. So I think we just... Well, Are we blaming just, Sticky just, here? Are we blaming Sticky? <laughs> 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 you could never... <laughs> Sticky, are you listening? Um, <laughs> no, look, and, and, I, and I actually think that uh, the Melbourne Storm are a similar type of outfit. I mean, Melbourne Storm play so hard every game. I reckon they must train so hard. They've got a very intense coach. And they seem to have some really bad losses back into the year, grand finals and major semifinals. Don't know if there's something in that or not, or whether or not you just don't, don't time your run that well. But uh, I feel as though those back into those last grand finals, we're, we're just out in our feet. 
and results went against us. All right, boys, I want to talk about a couple more rooster things before we move on, but the, uh, I'm just going to move along to this point because I don't think enough people are making a, a point of it, and uh, that is because you blokes, because the position you played, you'd know this bloke well. Mitch Orbison's been with the Roosters since 2007, and he's just a he's just about to clock over 300 games with the club. Rico, th- that's a big achievement. But Orbo doesn't get that recognition that some of you blokes have got. And he's been there long enough to play 300 games for the one club. Oh, look, it's huge. I, um, I, I was talking to someone about it the other day, and I think that this crop of players um, will go down in history, or the Roosters' 112-year history, is the best probably group or crop of players to have come through the club. So all these accolades, all the trophies, um, you know, really well-deserved. And Orbo's that type of guy. I mean, Orbo, I think, has had many chances to leave the club, um, which I like. Um, the fact that he's just not money-hungry. He knows he does a particular job for the club. Um, he's happy to go out there and do that. I think the other day they said he's played every position bar front row. Wow. Um, so it's just a versatile guy that doesn't really get injured um, and humbled easy going and does a great job for the club. So more than happy for him to continue on and, and, and play over 300 games for the club. He's a, he's a great ambassador for it. Not only on the field though, but you should see how, like, because we used to sponsor, when I was in the cleaning game, we, we used to sponsor, um, a player sponsor. And you, the way he reacts with sponsors and the way he reacts with the staff of the football club, like he's, I've played with some players who do not give a rat's ass about sponsors. Mm. But this kid, he just gets it. And yeah. Or he'd be the most popular player with sponsors and with staff because he's so polite and, as, as Rico said, very humble. But 300 games is, is a massive achievement. Yeah. And to do it at that one at the one club, yeah, you're right, though. We don't, we're not talking about it. So tomorrow night on Matty's show, I'm yeah. going to make a point of Good it. Good on you, mate. Nice work. And also, yeah, I've just had another look at yeah. another job. There's another job here next to the chief executive officer. It's a side loader driver. <laughs> so you can't be a front loader. You've got to be a side. <laughs> what is a side loader driver? Mm. Growing transport coming, looking for experience. Side loader. Interesting. Does anyone know what a side? I've got no idea, Fletch. Do you know, do you know anything, Ricky, about a side loading? A side loader? Oh. Yeah. I don't know. So I've got the page in front of me, Fletch. Yeah, I might look for a page, job seven, page 71. So I don't think you need a job, Luke. What a, what a <laughs> well, you can talk. Side loader. I don't know what it is. So, but so if, if a listener can ring in, one three hundred six five six five two one. Just phone in and ask if you can tell us what a side loader driver is. Actually, we've already had a couple of listeners uh, ring in and tweet in, Rico. They want to know, are you wearing your jammies or is that a sloppy joe? What's that you've got on? <laughs> it's a sloppy joe. Is it? That's, yeah, it's that's lovely. Yeah. It's a, it's very oh, North Shore, isn't it? It very is, yeah. Oh, I think it might be. It's very low North Shore, exactly. Mm. I um, Yeah, I, I do see the beaver around sort of locally every now and then mm. too. I'm sort of um, – I mean, I'm in this sort of territory, right? So I'm on the edge of uh, – Manly there, Fletch. So um, I get blokes like the beef. Actually, it's quite funny being down here in um, in Balmoral because it's very red, it's very rugby. So I've got the uh, the Phil Kearns, the John Eels. Well, you were um, you were a rugby schoolboy prodigy. Yeah, well, not a prodigy, but I, I did have a, a laugh with my wife. I was at the shops one day, and and all these people would stop John Eels and have a chat. You know, all the sort of financial markets around here and. Kate said, "Oh, you played a bit of footy." I, I said, "No, no. Look, it's not. It's not the genre, right? Rugby league's a bit of a different 
sort of game, and then a garbage truck came flying down. And, Rigo, hey. <laughs> yeah, mate, you are <laughs> huge. <laughs> with, you are huge with the high vis uh, gang. I'm, I'm, it's 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 we're a high vis uh, group, so it's um yeah we're the blue collar sport. That in um airports are always good. I'm pretty good. Yeah. With with the airports. Airports are good. I'm there. I'm pretty good with the yeah. homeless. Homeless. <laughs> the homeless thing, thing the fletchy. But we're talking about I have got I just something's come to me about the two thousand uh, semi final series. So we went out for a beer. This is like unheard of now. We played on a Saturday. We went out on the drink was it a Thursday? Anyway, Rico and I had this oh, saying right. about kicking pizzas. So the Thursday before. The Thursday before <laughs> you were two days before, right? right? Yeah, so okay, we went on, out yeah. on the piss oh. and it might you know what? I think it might have been the infamous Newcastle game when we came back at half time. Well, do you think? I, 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 I tell you, I think what 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 happened to sort of go back a few steps. I think what we would do is we always thought we'd fix a few problems with beers. That was yeah. kind of a pretty easy solution. And but the unfortunate part is back in those days, Bryzo and a few of us guys, it's pretty hard to say no to your fifth or sixth or seventh beer. So it was pretty hard to sort of st- you know stop. So. Maybe over dinner, a few beers would have been a nice play, but we decided, well, why don't we head up the cross for a couple more? <laughs> and we, 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 we did on a Thursday night prior to a weekend. Thursday to a Saturday game. And Rico had a phrase that caught on. So if we're going to go for a beer, are we going for a beer or are we kicking pizzas? Because I went and got a pizza <laughs> uh, late at night, probably at 3 a.m., and just it wasn't, wasn't a great pizza and just decided to boot the shit out of it uh, across Bayswater Road. <laughs> <laughs> Just, just weird, entertaining. Just weird, entertaining stuff. And, so that and, you used to, you used to basically, um, basically describe your night on on a, on a level. Right. So if you got to where you're kicking pizzas, that became a colloquialism for you were fucking blind. Yeah. Am I allowed to swear by the way? <laughs> yeah, it's all good. <laughs> so kicking pizzas. Have you ever yeah, hear of the? So were you, was the pizza yeah, still no, in the box? No, I would take the piece out and just boom. Right. It's funny how much. Yeah, but it's mm. and no one it's said so anything. Boring. No, not. We were just—it was just quite normal. Mm-hmm. What other weird shit you did like, we do? You, 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 I, t- I tell you what you like to do, Fletch, which I, I see every now and then. You used to like getting a pair of like shoes, tying them up, and doing a little oh. go for the um, yeah, like where the drug dealer lives. I went through that phase. I also went through what? a sweep. What about my sweeping phase? Remember my sweeping phase? Sweeping and socking. So we'd get on a bus to Newcastle or wherever it was, Wollongong. And you unfortunately be sitting at the front of, uh, of the bus having a few beers in a deep and meaningful with someone particularly. Fletcher would creep up to the seat behind you, get this dirty, filthy sock that he'd been sitting there sweating in, get it, come behind the seat, get it around the nasal area, mouth or what sort of with that tinea, and then just sock you. <laughs> and then you'd be... And he wouldn't let it go. You could be like a minute and a half of just this sock on your face and you could, you'd be pinned down. Yeah. <laughs> Forgot for the a while, sock. that was a Forgot that was about a the sock. one, and then there was the sweep. The sweep was another one where you'd he'd come up behind you and um, put the arm on the shoulder and have a little pat, have a little chat to you about something really so nice and calming, and then put his front foot in between it and just sweep you on the deck. Um, <laughs> Usually on the dance floor, up night. in the bourbon. Yeah. And my other one, floors. my other one, yeah, which I've still good. got this filthy habit. In a video session, I would bite my nails. Mm. Right in a video session while everyone's watching, and then just ad nauseum, I'd pick someone out. And just go, uh, and just spit it on the back of their neck. 
Wingy, for some reason, enjoyed it. Wingy used to ring me up and say, mate, can you come and do that at my job? <laughs> he was a sicko. So when you, when you were doing that thing with your socks, you never did it with your undies? No. Huh? I didn't. You should have done it with your undies. Didn't wear any undies. Mm. Speaking of which, I got Rico with, I pants Rico. Yeah. So coming back from the Cowboys, uh, we played the Cowboys up there, touched them up. So we, as usual, you got on the drink up there. That was the, that was the best away trip. in Newcastle. No, no. Um, oh, Townsville. Townsville. Yeah. Townsville. Mm. I went through another phase of dacking people, but it was the atomic <laughs> dacking where you would push, pull your tracksuit pants down and then step on it. <laughs> anyway, poor old Luke was waiting to get his luggage. Yeah, at the airport. At the airport, waiting for his luggage to come out. I came and Rico didn't have any undies on. I, or maybe he did have Reggie's on. I got both down. Anyway, oh, I, I pulled I them down and then you step on it yeah. and you can't move. Mm. It's a it's an old jail yeah, move, and I, and I think I, I, unfortunately QF one two three four five and six had arrived at the same time, and um, I was on the mobile phone bag on the shoulder and I couldn't move and I was just basically squat over. And um, but the good thing about that is, bros, that we got away with a lot of stuff. Back I know. Then. The medium wasn't too too mm. brutal, were they? Like I mean, we're sort of. Um, I feel for a lot of these blokes at the moment, isn't it? Mobile phones are a shocker, aren't they? Well, I don't know if you've seen the Katani Stags <laughs> video already. Yeah. Uh, that's coming well, I out. Can you send it on to me? Please? I will for sure. Oh, you don't want to see that, Rico, a respected businessman oh, like you. Mate, I tell you what, he's got a, he's got a set of Katani stags on him as well. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it, it's the most weirdest thing. I mean, mm. what, what's weird about it? Well, the, the the weird thing is, right? Yeah, he's got a camera in his hand. She's got obviously she's got a yeah. the, the female's got a um, camera in her, in her hand. They're both filming it. Like I, I don't I don't understand. It's like these kids these days that. If you don't post it or you don't record it, it hasn't happened. Yeah. Whereas in our day, on a Monday or a Tuesday, I'd be that nervous. I go, oh, what have I done? I've kicked, <laughs> I've kicked pizzas on a Saturday night. If you got through Tuesday afternoon, you were sweet. Yeah. But invariably, I'd get the knock on the door on a Monday, a phone call. So it, is yeah. that was a word. Remember those afternoons? You, if you got through to Tuesday, you were sweet. But Monday was Ooh. torch. Is, it's the worst day. Is the Katoni Stags yeah. video the video he took or the video she took? Uh, from the from the POV, mm. uh, it looks like it's – What's the POV? Point of view. <laughs> right. I uh, learned that on uh, Lobster I know Tube. where you learned that. Don't worry about that. Uh, from the POV, from the angle of it, it looks like it's from the uh, young lass. <laughs> right. But at the start of it, oh, Katoni's got a camera in his, mm. in his brightless hand as well yeah. and just filming, filming the whole thing. <laughs> All right. Uh, like, surely weird. one's it's enough. Weird. I know. Well, you, do, do you even need one Fletch? Well, yeah, you yeah. Know? No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You don't need any, mm. but one surely could do the job. But maybe they want a different angle. I hey, don't know. one of your colleagues at Fox told me that while you're on the podcast, I need to ask you about nude trees. <laughs> no, nah, that's, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a Parramatta thing. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's a, it's a Parramatta <laughs> thing where if you didn't score a try – you would have to do a nude tree. Oh, so, that's it. Yeah. So I would stand nude mm. and the player that didn't score the try would have to start on my shoulders and wrap himself around. We're both nude. And he, you might – his Chevy Chase might get in, your, in front of your Katani Stag. Right. So anyway, and then you can't touch <laughs> – you can't touch the ground. It's a Parramatta thing. Right. They're, they're weirdos out it, there. Mate, it is a little bit – I mean, I don't want to say it's sick, but – I think there's more to it than. I know. I, th I think it was punishment for not scoring a try. Oh, so punishment is it? Well, in the old days, it was a nudie run, Luke. If you didn't, did you yeah. ever have to do a nudie run? Didn't score. Um, I didn't score many, but um, I don't think it was that compulsory. I think um, early Mad Mondays were sort of. Um, 
I think it was a lot of nudity, but I don't think there was um, – in particular, you, you got punished for not sort of doing something through the year. But funny enough, in those early 90s, we, we were just shit out. So it was just we couldn't win a game. And so it was a really bad um, few years, really. So we were we would, we were drinking. It's, it's even strange you're talking about drinking. So when I first started the Chooks, um, we would have um, a Friday night, literally go to the pub and we'd get and have a Saturday ball work session at Henson Park. Um and mate, everyone would be hung over and we'd have a barbecue afterwards with cans of Pepsis and Cokes and, you know, Fantas kind of thing. And it was kind of recovery day on the Saturday and play Sunday football. And that was as, that was as early as the 90s. So the professionalism has come a long way since then. Um, but that's probably the way that the Roosters were at that period of time. And then we went obviously got and got, got Gus Gorbich changed everything for us and sort of steered the ship back in and uh, prepped us for the, where we are today, really. Yeah, well, it, that's an interesting point, isn't it, too? I know we've got to wrap this up, but this is the thing, Rico. Like, you look at how successful, long-term successful the Roosters are now. Like, they have made so many grand finals. They haven't won them all since 2000. And a couple of times you've referenced the 90s, the early 90s, how average it was for the Roosters. I wonder why that is when the same bloke was at the helm, Nick Politis. I just don't think he understood it probably as much back then. I think he got got involved and then um, and then realised that Clubland needed a lot of help. So we had people running the club that weren't doing the right thing, as in the Leagues clubs. Um, so he decided to sit himself there and sort of build the portfolio of Leagues clubs that we have and try to put some money in the bank and improve the finances. Uh, and then once that got a bit set up, got more involved in the football and thought we better mm. change uh, the actual football club. And that's how it pretty much happened to the day now where – We've built the success. Um, the hard thing is going to be keeping it where it is. I think that's the difficult thing with all these footy clubs. You see them all fall off. I mean, the Broncos at the moment, you just couldn't believe they've been in a position they are currently. But, you know, success, to keep keep succeeding is going to be the toughest thing over the next few years. So um, hopefully we continue to do that. Well, boys, we could sit here and talk to you two for uh, another hour because there's a whole stack of questions we haven't got to. So we might have to ask you back later in the year. Rico, good to catch up with you, mate. No worries. It's two boys. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Good on you, Luke. How the beers tasting, Fletch? Mate, good? I'm telling you, they're really good. This is my second, mm. and it's actually a really nice beer. But before you go, um, <clears throat> there's, a gar- there's a gardening job, <laughs> if you're interested, and a, another thing called a chill massage. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Chill, chill massage. Well, so, okay. I'm not too sure what your role would be at a chill massage. I don't know what you're massaging. Well, or maybe, or maybe you could maybe, maybe we could get you a chill massage, Fletch, and I'd you like could find one. out. I'd like one. But Luke, great to speak to you. What's on for the rest of the day? Me too, boys. Uh, I've actually got to go get my car serviced. I'm going to um, City City Toyota today. There Ooh, you go. you're driving and Toyota. Um, Lexus. Yeah, I am. Uh, what, Lexus? Do you fit in a Lexus, by the way? You're looking fit. What, because you, you, blew, you blew out there for a little while? Didn't you? Yeah, I did blow out. Didn't you, Tubzo? Um, yeah, I did, Tubzy. And um, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm training. I'm training. COVID's actually, that's the good thing about the COVID. I'm, mate, I'm running again. I'm enjoying my running. I'm doing, I'm doing a lot of kilometres and running. I've, I've set myself a goal. I turned 50 in three years and we did the New York Marathon. Yeah. Well, you've done there half you a marathon, didn't you? No, I've done a full one. A full one. That, is that one you're bleeding behind oh. the eyes and you were hallucinating? Correct. Or was it on the side there? Hello. Hello. That's our man. Um, he did, he did and, a marathon. Um, that's right. That was that rattled me when yeah. you said you're bleeding behind the uh, Nazis. Yeah, no, no good. Yeah, I did. Uh, I actually did it pretty well. It was a really hot day, and that was when I started my training. I was 105 kilos in my first run. Then four months later, I ended up at 88 kilos wow. after yeah. the uh, marathon. Everyone thought AIDS finally got me. 
Yeah. <laughs> so, Magic uh, mushies are good, eh? Yeah, love them. Pizza, pizza, pizza. All right, Rick. See you, Luke. All right, boys. Enjoy. Have a good beer today, Fletch. You need me later for a pizza, brother. I'm around. <laughs> See you, Rico. See you later. There he is on the Legends of League podcast. And Fletch, no doubt we'll uh, catch you on uh, Fox League. Absolutely. Who's your favourite there? Who's my favourite? Yeah, I mean, I work with a couple of those blokes, and to be quite honest, they shit me. Who's my favourite? Well, Matty's the boss. Matty's Matty's quite... He doesn't have to be your favourite. No, he's... I mean, I like... uh, I tell you who I'd really liked. Now he's in the bubble, the semi-Burgess. Oh, yeah. He gets a lot of good raps as a bloke, doesn't maybe, he, Sammy? Maybe he was because he was mm. fresh and I was, you know, I've been working with the other Palookas mm. for seven years. Uh, Vonnie's a lot of fun. She's lovely. Jess Vonnie. is a lot of fun. Mm. Uh, Hannah's a lot of fun. Uh, all the girls are good. Yeah. I really enjoy the girls because they're very good at their job, but off camera, they're knockabouts, which and I really like. Kent, he's mood, he's moods moody. Moody. Yeah. Oh, God, what's happened there? Mm, I know. I don't know what that is. What has happened there? I don't know what that he is. used to be such a... It was he? all about free love and hugs. Candy? Yeah, now I know what's happening. Mm. I didn't know he – I always found him to be a little moody. Could be something yeah. to do with the height. Could be. You know, you know how sometimes <laughs> yeah. people have the mm. uh, small man yeah. syndrome? Yeah. I mean, you don't. Obviously, you're six one. Six, yeah, just under. Just yeah. under six one. Kenty would be nudging five one. Yeah, well, that's and and you know, Gordy Tallis telling him when he got in the car, he had to get in the booster seat, and you yeah, know, when when he goes into Macca's, he's not allowed to buy a Happy Meal and all this. Right, you can't. Yeah, mm. well, he. I mean, and he can't even get on those rides. Yeah, he can't even get on <laughs> out uh, Australia's Wonderland. Can't get on the Beast. Yeah, doesn't get the height restrictions. All anyway, right. we better go because yeah. I got to apply for this job. All right, Fletchy. Iconic ASX, ASX listed brand. Have impact on and off the field. Mm. Be part of exciting future. Well, you know what, Bronco fans? I'm, I'm coming for you. Well, see, the Pen- Penrith have got a Brian Fletcher CEO, yeah. so why hey, not? He's a chairman, isn't he? Well, well, one of the two. Anyway, we'll catch you next time on the Legends of League podcast. Well, that's it for another week of the Legends of League podcast. Thanks to our brand partner, which is, of course, Four Pines Brewing Company. Uh, you can give them a follow on social media at the handle at fourpinesbeer.com or check out their website, fourpinesbeer.com.au and please make sure you support the podcast by hitting subscribe so you're the first to know once a new episode has been released. Now, see all the best bits and big announcements on our social media. Our handle is at Legends of League AUS. Legends of League AUS. Got a big guest coming up next time round, Hindy. Nathan Hindmarsh joins us next time on the Legends of League podcast. See you then.